What is happening, everybody? Welcome to Off the Rails, a recovery podcast dedicated to ending the stigma of addiction through open discussion on all things recovery related. My name is Mark, and with me always are Dave and Jared. What's happening, fellas? What's going on? Living. Living. One day at a time. How's everyone been? Good. How's your uh, transition into the second year of sobriety? It's pretty sweet. Still working hard. You know. does, it feel, does it feel any different? <laughs> no, not, not even a little bit. I had my one year celebration at NA. That was pretty fun. How did that go? Pretty good. Um, I don't really like when there's attention on me. So like just sitting around with a bunch of people and then all talk saying something to you made me really anxious. But uh, it was all right, man. How many uh, people were there for it? Say like 20, 22, maybe something. Oh, like that. that's good turnout. Yeah. Yeah. That group is normally like it's grown a lot um, in the last like six months, which is cool. <coughs> I think COVID uh, really put a like a halt on meetings because apparently, like before I started to go, there was like some of the meetings I go to had like 50 people consistently. So that's crazy. So it's like we we sometimes at mine get like thirty max. Mm-hmm. Well, you hope you hope those people are doing them online or like found other avenues or whatever. But you know, I agree. So right. how has how has the week's been? My week's been good. My week's yeah. been good. Yeah, let's do go back on the ice now with uh, the team. How you finding it? weeks good man they're a fun group couple uh uh really good like sick players on the team they're all good but like stand out like ridiculous good um talented players so that's cool uh yeah they went down to london i didn't go because i was working played a couple exhibition games against london junior knights which is like uh i guess they're gonna be ranked pretty high in ontario like they're a good team Beat them two out of three, so that's good. And uh, yeah, we're just practicing away. Got a couple of trips to Detroit. We got a Toronto tournament, so it's gonna be busy. But uh, yeah, looking forward to it. It's been fun. Dave, I have a question. Yes, sir. And um, I may have asked you this before, but do you find sometimes traveling with the team difficult in terms of like? using or how you used to use or whatever uh yeah well so this it'll be interesting this year like it's funny because i've been alone with the head coach now like um before practice and after practice and like i don't know him well and i haven't talked about my situation i don't know if the guy that kind of knew both of us that introduced us has mentioned anything to him um but last year i didn't just because I mean, I did a time, but like the, the guys I was with kind of knew my situation and were real good about it. And I had my own room at the hotel. So like if I was hanging out with them and wanted to just get away, I just went to my room. Um, so like I definitely had some like, I don't know, last year cravings necessarily, but thoughts like about the, the old times and like <laughs> drinking on the tournaments. But man, I was always, I was always so bad in the tournaments like 
there was a couple of years when I was with one of my teams where I didn't really drink that much in the tournaments. I took it very seriously. Um, but other years I was like always so hungover for the games, like, like not giving the kids what, I mean, really the kids play. There's not really a whole lot you do as a coach, but you can't stand there. But, uh, yeah, man. I think you're damn playing it, buddy, but. It's a lot better now feeling, uh, feeling good for the, for the games and stuff. So. Yeah. So are you with like a whole new team this year? Yeah. How did you get into that? Um, It was just, so I was with like a double A, which is like a step down from, from triple A and like seven of the kids from that team made triple A and two kids got cut. And then this other guy looking for a triple A was looking for a triple A coach um, at the year younger. And I wanted to get back into triple A anyway. So it just kind of like, kind of just worked out that, you know, you get attached to coaching the kids. At least I do. Like you, you grow those relationships and that's kind of what makes you want to stay around. And with that much turnover, I felt like it was, if I was going to make a jump, it was a like good timing to do it. So that's kind of why, why I chose to do it. And the guy I'm coaching with is like, pretty well-respected coach in the Sioux and uh, uh, actually the other guy that I'm coaching with too has got a lot of like a pretty good coaching pedigree so I just thought it'd be a good chance to like learn some stuff from them too and uh, yeah so so far it's been it's been good that's awesome congrats yeah yeah thanks man I think we I I don't want I don't want to talk about too much I think we talked about one of the shooting the shits when you weren't there so I don't want to talk about too much bore the viewers with my hockey story (laughs) how was your week man how's school going it's good um my week's good um i don't know the closer i'm getting to my one year mark uh i've been having like dreams that i've it's so weird. So I've been having these dreams lately and consistently that I was slipping alcohol and pretending to stay sober. I had those too, man. Um, so I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, what the, f-? like, it's like, feels so real. Yeah. And it actually kind of scares me a little bit, but, uh, other than that, um, pretty darn good. Uh, I'm doing a lot better in school than I did previously like just paying attention and uh i can stay a little bit more focused i mean i'm still not all there uh i got lots of work to do on my just like trying to stay focused on things and trying to be on time of course as you guys know i was late for tonight's podcast um (laughs) because i lost track of time um but yeah no I think it's going better I mean I did like the first two rounds of my schooling drunk and high the entire time so and I did all right so I'm hoping to do really good this time and uh I'm actually trying it feels nice to try and have goals again yeah yeah. absolutely and yeah um what else what else did i do this week last week i went on a sweet date night with brie to a, like a nice restaurant up in gannon Aquay. 
that was awesome having to like getting to spend some time together we haven't really done that much what'd you eat i had it was called a chicken devil eva or something devalo or something oh it was good and we got a charcuterie Uh, it was delicious um but yeah just meetings i've been uh trying to help someone so that's good um yeah just i don't know life's pretty darn good nice how about you mark my week was good man um you know, as we talked about the last shooting the sober shit, got my one year in. So uh, this has been a pretty awesome week for me. Had my NA celebration. Uh, flat out at the soup kitchen. Do my thing there. And uh, yeah, man, same old and same old in Lethbridge, Alberta. How, how was it? Um... Cause you, like you, you had, you maybe shared a little bit more than you do on a normal shooting the shit when we did that episode and you listened to that. Was it, do you feel better about, or like less awkward about listening to yourself or is it still kind of. Yeah, I am. Um, I don't really mind it at all. Um, yeah. I find the podcast has really helped me with that. I don't know if you guys feel that way. Like I used to hate hearing my voice and I don't know. It's something I've grown more comfortable with, I guess, just through rewatching the episodes and stuff like that but yeah i've got i've gotten a little better with it too i still find myself like when i when i rewatch when i like cut it and, uh, <laughs> and i really notice like how i stumbled on my words or said something stupid i'm still like beat myself up about it but uh actually probably not as bad as i used to but yeah yeah it makes it it makes it for like i don't know it makes it funny i was riding my bike and i was just like t- thinking about how i couldn't f- remember like flipping i can't remember it right now uh i'd remember what you're like the trying. switch with the switch oh, yeah, right? yeah the i switch. could not remember that at all and that's just like bl- like blanked right out and then i was riding my bike i'm like you are so stupid mark like what the fuck what is wrong with you but that's like when i said dry knuckling it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like right right to a guest i felt pretty uh silly for a while yeah. mark do you find um I don't know, like with me, I find going to meetings really helps me in like the outside world, like especially with social, like talk, like socialization and social anxiety and whatnot. I just, I don't know, I can, I'm starting to open up a lot better and actually be able to speak words. And I think AA and this podcast have helped me a lot, but I find AA really helps me to like, I don't know, just be nicer to people and hold the door and ask people how they're doing and just start random conversations. I just feel like, do you ever find that comes out of you from going to NA as well? Yeah. And I think, well, I think one thing um, meetings really teach you how to do is listen. Do you know what I'm saying? Cause there is no crosstalk, right? You have to, you have to actually listen to what someone says and you can't jump in and, and speak. So I think that is, that's super helpful because, you know, you get to actually take in one half of the conversation, 
Um, but like you mentioned, man, this podcast, I find, um, yeah, I find Zoom kind of helps with that too, because sometimes you got to like wait for someone to finish and it gives you a second to be able to think about what to say. And I'm just more comfortable talking to like strangers too, I guess. So I get that from meetings from this. Um, I guess also at the soup kitchen too, because I talk to like hundred plus people every morning and lunch and pretty much talk about everything. So yeah, yeah, I agree. But the meetings are great for that because you do stick around you got to chit chat face to face. You're right about the podcast though. Like it, I was kind of thinking that too. I don't know. Sometimes I get impulsive and I'm like, I don't know. I get like this anxious desire to just like talk, but you, have to be respectful and you have to wait and it kind of teaches you to like do that right as before i'm pretty sure we all just like fucking blabbered in whenever we felt like we well like whenever we wanted to no filter i'm sure so absolutely also this week we had a cool guest it was cool his name is Mike. Um, he really reminds me of someone I know. Um, nice dude. Very well spoken. Great story. Jared, you got to watch it. I'm going to watch it tonight. All right. And Shout out, Mike. Everyone else got a clue into this one, too. Or that, like, if you haven't checked out last week's episode, it's, it's pretty sweet. Um, crazy story, man. Yeah, he... Uh... I, I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't do like a ton of research on to like his past or anything like that. So listening to his story was, uh, I didn't know it was really coming and pretty, uh, pretty good story of perseverance and fucking being, being down, you know, pretty down and yeah, found a way to kind of dust himself off. Do you think there are certain things, I've thought about this after watching the episode, are there certain things you can't plan for? in recovery i think so because he he left me speechless in it and jared so at one point he's he has like um him and his girlfriend at the time they have a baby together and it's i think it's eight months in he finds out the baby's not his eight months into the yeah after having the baby baby. and he's sober at this time he got sober for like he was like i'm getting sober having a baby right so oh, he's not no. using right and then he finds out the baby's not his i you know what i think about that though sorry i i don't don't be sorry man what what do you think about it i think everything happens for a reason yeah like, uh like maybe he wouldn't be sober today if that didn't happen right yeah so but like i don't know how you plan for that in recovery no like that's one that was one of my takeaways because when he told me that i was just like holy shit man. did he stay sober after that no no no, okay. no yeah like ended up back on the streets i believe and his like yeah a tough tough goal for a while there after that yeah i need to watch this yeah yeah i was pretty i was bummed to miss that one but dude you're doing date night i know for chicken deval, chicken deval, yeah. <laughs> Um, 
I have one more takeaway if you guys want to hear it. I do. So when you look back at like, like things that seem so like when you're using, you make a big deal or I did anyway. And so say in Mike's case, Mike goes and beats up a dude for 20 bucks, right? Like you make a big deal out of something that <coughs> it's 20 bucks, man. And the dude comes back and hits him over the head with a hammer, right? This is all over yeah. $20. Yeah. Like, isn't it crazy? Like, isn't it crazy to look back, like being sober and looking back and being like, how was that a big deal at the time? Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That is crazy. Right. And I don't know. That one threw me a curveball too, man. Like, there's people out here hitting people over the head with hammers for 20 bucks. And it's like, and that's probably just to like get higher drunk. Absolutely. So it's, it's like, that's how crazy your mind goes. And it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. You're willing to risk like, uh, your life. Yeah. Over someone else's life, your life. Yeah. Terrifying. Well, I think you definitely, I mean, we all talked about like how your values change or become non-existent and, that's what it comes down to too right like that drug or alcohol or whatever it is becomes like your number one and nothing else matters so if it's 20 bucks to get what you need then that's all that's important right yeah if you just had if you just had your last 20 bucks taken from you you might be like i need to get that back i need if i can get my hammer out yeah so yeah and there is like a I don't know, man. There is like a culture in like, I think drug using where if someone steps you, you got to step back to them or whatever, man. But like, fuck, I don't, I think, I don't know when you get sober, you see how silly that is, bro. Yeah. I had a question for you guys. Yeah. And he mentions it. He mentions this word and I don't remember exactly how he, how he, how he brings it up, but it's, it's a word that I've probably, I, we've all used, but the word, I'm just gonna say the word selfish, you think it gets misused a lot and mis like just generalized. And, and what I mean by that is like, obviously when you're using and stuff like that, we're all probably pretty selfish, but like now in recovery, we all talk about, you gotta be selfish for your recovery. And like, for example, like I've, I've mentioned like being selfish uh, because it, like with um, doing the podcast, cause it helps with, you know, my mental state and, and the recovery, but really I like shouldn't really, it's not really a selfish thing, right? Like you work on your mental, it's like almost like you work on your mental health and trying to be better. And you have to like downplay it by like saying like, oh, I was, you know, just being selfish. You know what I mean? I think there is a negative connotation to the word selfish. Yeah. Maybe that's what I was looking for. Right. But like sometimes it's like to me in recovery, being selfish is a great thing. Yeah. Is that yeah, at, times you, at times you might slip and, you know, have a that might have relapse because you weren't selfish enough. You let, you know, let things go for other people when you needed to be selfish, right? At the time. So, yeah. I don't know. I was just, maybe that's a good way to put it in a market that has like a negative. I don't, don't get me wrong. I don't think you should be like a selfish person all the time and just be a dick, but like, 
you know what I mean? Like just the difference between, I think it just gets kind of misconstrued construed a little bit. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I do say that I'm being selfish sometimes, but like, I don't know if Bree needs my help selfishly, I will go to a meeting instead because I feel like uh, if I'm not selfish in that way and I drink again or go out and do stupid stuff again, then yeah, you won't be able to help her anyway. At any time. Yeah. And then I'll never be around again. So it's like, you got to kind of, I, I think there's a good selfish and a bad selfish. Like being selfish for the better of other people and yourself and then being selfish, like say, I do this sometimes if Brie asks me for like to chip some money in or something for, I don't know, groceries or whatever. And I'm like, want to hold my money tight because I'm being selfish and then I end up doing it anyways. But that thought goes through my head, right? So it's like I need to work on that kind of selfishness, but I think the selfishness for the good is really good for yourself, relationships, your family, and others. If that makes any sense whatsoever, my little ramble. Yeah, I know what you're saying. That makes sense. Yeah, I think so. Kind of. Mark, Mark, look what you're thinking. I know. Yeah, I am. I'm thinking about just like, I don't know, I'm selfish now for the right reasons, I think. that Yeah, that just sums up what I was trying to say. Yeah. Whereas before I was selfish for all the wrong reasons. Right. And I thought I wasn't back like when I was using, I didn't think I was selfish. I was like, I'd, I'd do anything for anybody, blah, blah, blah. So I just quit drugs. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. Like just some dumb bullshit like that. Like, I'm not selfish. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there for you whenever you need me. <laughs> but then go missing for five days. So <laughs> like, is that is that your voice? Um, that's me making fun of me, myself. Yeah. Like, you know that voice that Christopher has? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher. Is that is your it... little voice? It's <laughs> no, a good one. <laughs> yeah, so Christopher uses a technique where he get, gives his addiction a voice. It's a great technique. Um, because I don't know when I was using like that voice in my head was just my own voice. So it's hard to differentiate. So if you're listening, one amazing tool is just like, as soon as you have that addictive personality kicking, Christopher's is like a little British girl. (laughs) And he speaks it out loud. Yeah. Just like, go do some cocaine, Christopher. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, when he told me that I died laughing. We got to get him on to tell that, to do that. Yeah, that's an awesome. Yeah, it is a good tool. And actually, we did like that was a tool that was said that actually works in rehab. Well, no, I don't know if it actually works, but it was suggested to try in rehab. Man, I use that tool all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know, before, like that one, that was one of those tools. That's like play the tape through with me. It just like clicked. It was like, that's such a good idea. It's so simple. But yeah, so you, need to, you need to differentiate those like, bad and you know those bad using thoughts right it's crazy something so simple just clicks eh? it's like yeah it's cool it's nice it's nice 
Uh, tell, us, tell us how you really feel. It's, it's not you guys. It's me. <laughs> yeah, Mila, Mila's cutting her teeth. So she's, uh, she's up a lot throughout the night. Rebecca is a superstar um, on the supporting cast. And, uh, but she's waking up like every hour and just like waking up screaming. So sleep is limited in this household right now. It's tough. When do you, when do you figure she uh, gets to that? Maybe I'll, I'll wait to book my trip out there. <laughs> she'll be, she'll be good by then, buddy. Are you booking a trip? Yeah. You coming too? You guys can share. I was just talking about it before you came on. When? I'm thinking early December. Ooh. Right after, it's like two weeks after you get married. Think you could go? Maybe for my honeymoon. Solo. Yeah. Man. I'll talk so, to you. Hey, Bree, can Jared do his honeymoon with me and Dave? <laughs> Honey, this trip will selfishly help my family. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it might not be the time to be selfish there. Maybe. Who knows? There's a potential for a guy's trip to Toronto. That would be dope. I can make that happen. Yeah. I'm going to be in Toronto November 3rd, 4th or something like that, and then December 27th, but then maybe again in the new year. Sweet. Are you going to come down, or are you coming to Ottawa anyways, Mark? I'm not sure. Maybe not November. I don't think I can swing November, but maybe later on in the winter. Sweet. Well, we'll we should plan some for sure. Maybe go axe throwing or something. Yeah, wraps game. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm down. Um, one other thing. I think uh, Mike Mike has like a outreach program called Recovery Army Outreach, where they go and they help out like homeless people and they kind of point them in the direction for recovery. Right. And that is something I would really like to get involved in with off the rails and kind of kind of maybe host an event sometimes like an outreach event. And I don't know what you guys think of that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we could so like maybe aim for next spring to try to like launch like a cool outreach event where we provide information to people, go out and talk to people, donate shit. I don't know. Yeah, something. Be- we can brainstorm about it. But uh, promote You know what would be really, you know what would be cool? Um, I just thought, taught my head, because you know, we talked about doing a, a golf thing. Yeah. If we did like, uh, if, if whatever we had, whatever we decide to do it, but if we could do like invite a bunch of people to do a golf thing on like a Saturday or whatever it is. Yeah. And part of like going golf and we tried to get people to bring food and whatever like supplies yeah donate them type thing yeah donate it all and then the next day we bring it all yeah that'd be awesome so that'd be cool i love that that would be sweet well we got lots of time to talk about this and uh brainstorm absolutely uh actually one good thing side jobs are settling down here so uh i got uh one basement to finish and i think i'm gonna shutter yeah, guys, Jared's going to be less busy come the winter. So expect more Jared. Yeah. He's going to be less busy in the winter. I know everyone's sad that I've missed a few episodes, but I'll be back. I'll be back strong. Yeah. By next summer, he will be less busy. Maybe in a few years. Yeah. All 2025? <laughs> less busy.
maybe I'll quit smoking then too. Yeah, you gotta you gotta give the viewers what they want, man. I know. I you to you gotta give myself what I want. I really want to. I just hard. <sighs> I think the smoking thing is like tough, man. I've never smoked, so I don't know, but just from everyone I know that's tried to quit or whatever, like, um, seems to be a very, very, diff- very difficult thing to do. Well, that's something I really beat myself up about, too. It's like, why did I ever start? But I can't beat myself too much. As uh, Man, I still do. started I, when I was drinking, so <laughs> it just carried over. I still do the Nicorettes, like to kind of like subside with the with the chewing oh really yeah what are you laughing at just laughing at you chewing the nicorettes in your mouth just being feeling messed up at newgate <laughs> that was you right yeah it's so no no it was mike mike was mike <laughs> was chewing and his mouth was messed up <laughs> yeah she was okay yeah 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 okay that was hard because i was trying to quit chewing like the same basically the same time yeah, I got my last out his lip patch. And he I was just throwing lip. hammers in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I had my last two like that morning, like the, the morning before I went there. And then Mike shows up a weekend and he's just like chewing all the time. I'm like, oh my God. This is going to, I wish chewing wasn't so bad because I find it looks so much fun. Am I, I right? Kinda, I've never, like, I've never tried it. Oh man, it's horrible. Like, it looks- I, like for me. I don't know. Like I tried it once at night in the movie theater in grade 11 and I just had eaten a whole bag of popcorn and I threw it all up right like over my seat. Yeah. Everywhere. And like I got such bad head spins. I couldn't even walk. Yeah. See, like I don't, that's like the regular stuff. Like I, I always had like the, like the bandits or whatever, like the baggies. Yeah. And I find it like, it's not as like that other stuff. It made me sick too. Like I puked just smelling that stuff. I think but it was mint too. So anytime I have a buddy that opened it, I'd be like, that. Yeah. Oh. So, so it, it's not as fun as it looks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. No. No, don't I drink. Say. Don't do drugs. Don't chew. Don't smoke. Drink water. Drink water. Drink uh, H2O. You know that liquid death? I really want to try that. I had a can of it. Is it good? It's just it like water. It's like water. What is liquid death? It's what Steve-O drinks. He advertises on his podcast. You can get it at like, I got it at the Circle K, I think. Okay. It's, uh, it looks like, uh, it almost looks like an energy drink. It's got like a skeleton on it. Okay. And uh, it's basically two ninety nine for a can of water. <laughs> Still better than a pint. Yeah, but if you if you want that, like I did find it interesting, like cracking it and drinking it was like I don't know, like it was different than having like a regular water, I guess. Like just the experience of like undoing it, like cracking it versus I don't know, it didn't make me want to have a beer or anything. It was just different experience. I drink I, those can waters sometimes. They're like the skinny skinny cans. Yeah, and waters. No, they're just straight water, but they're can water. They're pretty. Uh, it's just like a you drink water, but it feels different, right? I don't know. It's good. I'm a big top water guy. Me too. Straight out of Lake Superior, Slim. Sometimes, yeah. 
What were you going to say, Mark? I, I have no idea. <laughs> we're just starting to ramble on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, what's up, fellas? Yeah, my sponsor just called me, so I better call him back. Sounds good. I got to hit up a meeting. Oh, well, we got a bunch of interviews coming up here. We're ra- ramping it up for October. Yeah, yeah. We whole mess of interviews coming up, guys. So please tune in and listen. And I won't miss one. You heard it here. You heard it here. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please reach out and ask for help. Please like and subscribe. All the good things. And uh, talk to you next time. Bye.